Welcome to the Magnetic Photographer Podcast. I'm Sky Edmonds, portrait photographer of 19 years, photographer educator of 15 years, and intuitive business and life coach. I help heart-centered photographers expand their income and impact through nervous system regulation, energetics, somatic connection, and business strategy so that they can become the bold, visible face of their brand. Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Photographer Podcast. I am so glad you're here. First, I wanted to take a moment to thank my listeners for being here. I started this podcast in March of 2023 and I've had lots of growth. My approach to podcasting is when I speak, it's as if I'm speaking to one person. If I focus on all the potential people I'm speaking to, it can be a little overwhelming and the temptation is there to water down my message to be more palatable, which if you know me, you know that's not what I want. I like being a little spicy. I like being a little, hmm, I'm not sure if she's for me, but I'm going to stay and listen. <laughs> so today, guess what we're talking about? It seems like everyone is talking about goal setting, resolutions, right? We are on the precipice of 2024. I hate that word, precipice. Okay, I'm not using that anymore. 2024 is at our doorstep. But before you roll your eyes and you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about goal setting and resolutions. Wait, I wanted to share with you what I'm doing this year. And I think it has a little bit of a twist to it. And see what you think. Maybe it's something that you could adapt for yourself. Because New Year's resolutions, it feels so heavy. There's a lot of things tied to that. And the last thing I need coming into this new year is to be tied down. 2024 is my sky's the limit year. That's what I'm declaring. I just came up with that on the spot. And believe me, I hate like cliched sayings about my name. Like, sky's the limit. <sighs> But it works because I've learned sky is the limit. I am sky, my only limit. So it's time I get out of the way. So again, thank you so much for being here. Now, okay, so I want to talk about my two, I don't want to say goals. These are, these are two things that I want to step into in 2024. And the first one is identity. I want to keep stepping into the identity of the one who has the things or achievements that I desire. Identity work is the key. Now hear me, the absolute key to changing your life. I know that sounds dramatic, but you know, it's for good reason. Because if you want to up-level your life, your business, your body, your income, it comes down to identity. It's not about what you are doing. It's about who are you being? So I first learned about the concept of identity in James Clear's popular book, Atomic Habits. I like hesitated to read that book. I can go with two ways. Like if it's like a popular book, I'm either like, yeah, let's read it or I'll like shun it for years. And so especially if sometimes I'm more drawn to books 
written by female authors. It's not because I'm not like pro man. I have a lot of like Bob Proctor is someone I've considered my mentor. Love him. Earl Nightingale, Napoleon Hill. There's a ton of male authors, but I like feminine authors. I like because they they speak in a way that I speak. They think in a way that I think. And um, so I kind of dragged my feet on James's book. And I'm so glad I read it because when he talked about like the difference in response, for example, between someone, let's say someone quit smoking and then they were asked by someone, hey, you want a cigarette? There's two responses. No, I quit smoking versus no, I am not someone who smokes. I was like, whoa, I get it. The identity had changed. I'll think of all the diet companies and all other businesses buying to get our attention and sell us stuff. That's not going to really make us happy or fulfill us. They know this. And that's why they focus on the doing. Do this. Eat this. Don't eat that. We can easily spend our whole lives trying to change our behavior, the doing, when the key is to change our beliefs, the being. Let me give you an example. Okay, so one of the things that I desire, one of the things that I am uh, visualizing is to have a top podcast. Now, I still have some work to do because I'm like, I don't, it, it blows out my nervous system a little bit too much to think of the number one podcast, okay, in something. So, so top five, my nervous system's like, okay, we can do that. So using the old paradigm, if I wanted to have a top podcast, it would focus on a lot of doing, a lot of action steps. But the problem is, and action isn't wrong, but the problem is, is it an aligned action? Is it an action that will get results with my outcome? And I don't know about you, but I spent a lot of time trying to do a lot of the actions and behaviors to get the results I wanted. And I felt like I was throwing spaghetti at the wall. So 2024, I'm not doing spaghetti on the wall anymore. I'm, it's all about aligned action. So that means we're going to go to the identity. What is the identity of someone who has a top five podcast in the entrepreneur category? That's a lot different than the top five of photographer category, because there's way less photographer podcasts than entrepreneur. What is the identity of someone who has a top five podcast? What does she do? What does she believe? What does she think? What does she say? What is her schedule like? For example, my podcasts, they haven't been as scheduled. <laughs> Lately, as some of you know, I'm healing from adrenal fatigue. My life has been put in a blender. Things have, are calming down. But if I want to have a top five podcast, that identity would include someone who schedules her podcasts weekly on time. So what does she think? What does she believe about herself? So someone with a top five podcast does she think thoughts like, I don't have anything to offer? Nobody wants to hear from me. Who could possibly want to listen to my podcast? No, 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 no. That is not the identity. That is not the words 
of someone who has a top five podcast. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see how this can translate to your business? If you want a six-figure business in 2024, or if you want to maintain a six-figure business in 2024, what identity do you need to step into? Who is she or who is he? And start from there. Okay, enough on that. So trust me, my loves, there's going to be a lot of identity talk on the podcast in 2024, because that is kind of like my thing. Mindset, nervous system, energetics, identity, love it. But let me say this, if you want to create something else, a better life, a better income, a healthier body, you've got to become something else, someone else to your core, your identity. It will be evident in the way that you show up, in the way that you move, in the way that you speak. Because again, let me say, we can easily spend our whole lives trying to change our behavior. Remember the doing, but the key is to change our beliefs, the being, who we are. Okay, so before we get to the second one, I do want to say this. I'm so excited that my podcast has been broadcast in 30 countries now. The latest is Italy. So hello, Italy. But I also wanted to give a shout out to Texas. Okay, so the top five cities of listeners is Fort Worth, number five. Tampa, Florida, number four, Dallas, Texas, number three, San Fran, number two, and then Austin, Texas, number one. I love Austin so much that I am actually coming back this spring to Austin. So I want to take this moment to invite you to my final in-person workshop at the Secret Theater for my Secret Garden Workshop. I will put the link in the show notes. You have to see this location. There's a greenhouse. The greenhouse is lush and it's covered in vines and the sun and the light is just so perfect as the light goes down in the day. And there isn't a wrong way to shoot this greenhouse. You can shoot inside, you can shoot outside, in the window, out the window, this way, that way. It's amazing. And I'm not sure how many acres this property is. I'm feeling like five, but they have all kinds of old trucks. They have a flower wall. They have a giant bus that you can go inside. And it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's amazing. They have like a tiered fountain. It's just one of my favorite locations. I did an event there in April, 2023. We had so much fun and I had to come back. So. If you're like, I need to learn from Sky, I want to lean, learn from Sky in person because in-person events, they're special. There's an energy to them. And plus you get to ask me questions like right there. I can help you with, we'll have 20 professionally styled models, ballerinas, redheads, siblings, mommy and me. And The Secret Garden is one of my favorite books and movie. So I'm excited to bring this to life. We have gowns upon gowns upon gowns. It's just, it's going to be amazing. So Austin, Dallas, Fort Worth, if you're in Texas, if you're in Oklahoma, Louisiana, I have have people coming to my Texas events from all over the country. So come to me. It's going to be worth it. 
I'm so excited. Okay, so the second thing that I want to step into in 2024 is learning to be okay with the present moment. So often we're not okay with the present moment. So we try to leave ourselves or the present moment by way of numbing agents like food, Netflix binges, and TikTok. Even seemingly good things like visualization or identity work, like I mentioned above, can be maladaptive if we are doing them as a way of escapism. This moment, this moment hurts so bad. I just gotta just gotta envision. I'm gonna, I'm gonna visualize my future and I'm gonna I'm gonna manifest it. I don't think it works that way. The more okay we can become with the present moment, the easier it'll be to step into the future that we desire. So what do I mean by leaving the present moment? Or what does it mean to not be okay with the present moment? So let me give you an example. Say you have a disagreement with your husband, and in the disagreement, he reminds you that you have $50 in the bank until Friday, and then he storms out, because of course. <laughs> you instantly feel like this, this discomfort, and then you run to your phone and distract yourself with work or whatever, because it's too hard to sit in that present moment with the hurt or the feelings that come up after the words you had with your husband and or the knowing that you only have $50 in the bank until Friday. You see, anytime the balance gets low in the bank, it reminds you of that period of time when you were a single mom and barely had enough to get by. Even today sometimes, when you're buying groceries with your debit card, your body still remembers all too well the feeling of the dreaded payment not approved message. When the money gets low, you feel unsafe. And being in the present moment when you feel unsafe is too much. So you hide, you numb, you distract. And dear hearts, this is not me judging. This is me right along with you. <laughs> I've done this all my life. And only have been cognizant in this past two years, maybe. I mean, I've known about numbing and, and uh, with food and all that stuff for years, for years. But I didn't know exactly about this present moment. Maybe like 10 episodes or so, I did a podcast on learning to be okay with discomfort. And it really wasn't until I started to look for moments that I could be okay being uncomfortable in a safe way. Not like I'm looking for like horrible things to happen, just little discomfort so I could teach my body and my brain and myself how to safe. It's okay. But it was in doing that that I learned if you're going to be okay with discomfort, and you're going to be okay with the present moment. Because they go hand in hand when you're sitting there and you're, in, and you're in that discomfort and you're feeling it. And I know it sounds a bit counterintuitive, but if you're interested, I really do recommend you go to episode number 24 and listen. But just like cold plunges and cold showers are all the rage, and I speak about this in detail in my book, The Burned Out Photographer, which is linked below. But cold plunges and cold showers, when done right, they teach the body to feel safe in stress. 
because you are safe when you're cold plunging or or doing a taking a cold shower you are safe so you're teaching the body it's okay you're safe when you keep telling the present moment you must change for me to be okay you will never be okay because life happens right the ups the downs the goodness and the devastation now, this is where nervous system work and emotion regulation come in. I'm planning on doing a separate episode on this about anchoring in safety in the body. But one of the quickest ways you can tell your body that you're safe when life happens, when you get uncomfortable, or this present moment is tough, put your hand on your heart, that's grounding, and then you take a breath. That tells your nervous system. I'm safe. Even though I'm uncomfortable, I'm safe. Because if you were really being chased by a saber-toothed tiger, the last thing you would be doing is taking a deep breath. Now, if you really want to go to the next level of safety, do what's called the physiological sigh. So what you're going to do is take a deep breath in, and then immediately take in a little bit more air, and then exhale. So that sounds like Now I'm doing that through my mouth. You may want to try that through your nose and then out your mouth, but you can't really hear the nose breathing on the podcast. Do three to five of those to really drive home to your body that you are safe. And remember how the nervous system works. The nervous system is your moneymaker. And if you are suddenly coming into money or more clients and all kinds of good juicy stuff, Guess who's going to step in like a big old cock block? Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I know it sounds, again, it sounds so crazy, like more clients, more money. When your nervous system be like, yeah, I feel safe. I'm going to have more money. No, it's like it's it bitches when you don't have enough and it bitches when you have too much. Your nervous system and your mind like status quo. What you're comfortable with, your current life, that's what it's comfortable with. There's been studies where people have a set limit with how much they are safe with making a year. And they will make that, even if that means if it looks like they're going to make more that year, they'll become sick and have to take two weeks off, say it's a commission job. And then again, their income dips down to that safe place. Read the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. It's fascinating. So when I'm in this present moment, I'll do my breathing or I'll put my hand on my chest and I'll say, here, here, I'm here, here. I don't have to make what's happening in my circumstances mean anything. I just have to be present. Because the magic is when you become present and you find yourself safe in the present, regardless of what's happening around you, you don't go into a sympathetic state, or what's known as fight or flight, or you don't go into a dorsal state of your nervous system, which is known as freeze. And what happens when you go into either of these states is your executive functioning of your frontal lobe gets turned off. That means you don't have access to logical thinking. So when you're in the present moment, 
and you're not giving meaning to all these things. You're not making something like $50 in the bank until Friday mean something. You're not making it mean, oh, you're going to get kicked out and you're going to starve and you're all these other things that your brains are trying to tell you because your brain wants to keep you safe. And you're just in the present moment. And you are okay. You don't have a phone in your face. You don't have the TV on. But you have access to your logical thinking. And it would surprise you at how That's my ideas sound. Your brain is online, so it could give you ideas. Oh, well, maybe you can run a sale or a promotion on that one thing. A lot of your clients had interest in that before, so maybe that would be a good idea. Even deeper still, my favorite thing is being in the present moment and connecting to my body. So I'll do hand on the heart, or I'll start tapping. I don't know if I can't hear that on my now big belly, thanks to the holidays. I do tapping all over my body just to bring myself into awareness of my body because that is where my intuition is housed and that is where my connection to God is housed. I don't know about you, but I want to open communication between my intuition and between God. I don't want to put intuition on the same playing field as God, but there's some good ideas that can come from there. Ideas that your logical brain may may not even be able to think of. I've never been disappointed by my intuition. I have, however, been disappointed by my brain. Okay. I hope this quick episode brought you some value and something to consider as we head into the new year. Please, whatever you do, Don't use the concept of goals or resolutions as an outlet to further dump on or beat yourself up. If you have a pattern of disappointing yourself, oftentimes we will step into things like goals or resolutions, and they serve as outlets to further give us evidence that we suck. Don't do that. You are so worth loving. You are so worth giving yourself grace. At the end of 2023 and into 2024 and beyond. I'm so glad you're here. Until next time, thank you for listening to The Magnetic Photographer.